Hello again, everyone, and you are listening to Living for the Glory with Andy Mikey. Hey, everyone, this is Mike, and again, you're listening to Living for the Glory. This is the third episode. Uh, It's going to be a pretty special episode today. It's my very first guest on the podcast. Uh, It's going to be a good friend of mine. If you've been following along on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash LFTG Indy Mikey. That, again, is a... Facebook.com forward slash LFTG Indie Mikey. If I can get words out, it's one o'clock in the morning and words are very hard at times. All right. So if you've been following along on the Facebook page, uh, you will know that there is going to be a special guest on today. Uh, dear good friend of mine, uh, rising mm-hmm. independent wrestling star here in the Midwest, uh, specifically here in the state of Indiana. You've seen him at Emerge. You've seen him at WCWO. You've seen him with us at Wrestling Theology Fellowship. Uh, his name's Carb Free Braden Lee. Uh, good friend of mine, little brother of mine. Uh, excited to have him on later on in the show. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, later on, that's going to be here after a while. Um, I want to just catch you guys up on things that are going on. Um, uh, everything's going good in life. Uh, Wrestling Theology Fellowship, we've got our next show this Friday, May 10th, uh, live at Mercy Road Church in Carmel, Indiana. Uh, it's going to be a stacked show. I mean, from top to bottom, stacked card. Uh, main event's going to be Shane Mercer versus Anthony Totelli versus our heavyweight champion Calvin Tankman in a triple threat match for the heavyweight title. Uh, that one's going to be a barn burner of a match, I guarantee it. Uh, the Zubaz Express return, uh, they're finally, uh, defending their tag titles for the first time, uh, Sean Kemp and Jonathan Wolf, otherwise known as IFHY, but for us, they are the Zubaz Express, uh, they will be defending their tag team titles against the debuting Bambinos, uh, it's gonna be Vinny and Dom's first, uh, appearance here at Wrestling Theology Fellowship for us, uh, we've also got uh, the returning Paloma star, uh, returning WTF mainstay Queen Amanada, and finally getting this triple threat match underway. I've been waiting for this match since last month. Moxie Molly is debuting for us. Uh, she had car troubles last month and couldn't make the show, so it was just Paloma and Amanada, but we're finally getting the triple threat match. Going to be a phenomenal match. Uh, Another favorite of mine, Jock Sampson, the greatest professional wrestler of all time. Uh, the, the Bob Ross of professional wrestling. Nobody draws a house like Jock Sampson. Uh, we'll be issuing a Hoosier Open Challenge to anyone in the state of Indiana. Uh, any Hoosier wrestler willing to step up and take on the GOAT. Um... We've also got Ace Perry versus uh, one of the newest Impact Wrestling signees, Jake Something. Uh, We've got Papa Dingo of the Village versus Drew Skills. Uh, Drew's still trying to get that match with Congo Kong, but Queen Amanada won't let him have it. She's still throwing the Village at him, so he's going to be taking on Papa Dingo one-on-one. Speaking of the Soul Shooters from last month, uh, another favorite of mine, Apollo Star, uh, will be having a one a singles match against the debut, uh, well, debuting for us, uh, uh, former Ring of Honor wrestler uh, J Rock. Uh, 
Uh, we will also be having... Wait, is that it? Is that the whole card? That might be the whole card. I think that's the whole card. Either way, get out there. $15 at the door. Uh, well, free with a suggested $15 donation. We're a ministry first and foremost, but we are a legitimate professional wrestling organization in the Indianapolis area. And we put on what I humbly consider the best show the Circle City has to offer. Uh, Family friendly. You're not going to get a better deal. You're not going to see a better show for what we put on. I mean, it's this month's show is going to be absolutely Phenomenal. So, Mercy Road Church, uh, right off of 116th and Keystone, May 10th. Uh, Wrestling, Theolo- Wrestling Theology Fellowship presents their game. Uh, doors are at 6, bell times at 7. I hope to see each and every last one of you out there. If you do see me, feel free to come up and say hi. Um, I'm more, if, if, if you're a fan of the podcast and you recognize me, if you want to take pictures, I mean, that's cool. I'm a humble dude, and I like taking pictures. I need new pictures anyway. Put them on, my, put them on your Facebook. Put them on my Facebook. I'll throw them up on the face. I'll throw them up. I'll throw them up on the Living for the Glory Facebook. All that good stuff. Uh, what else do we got going on? We got the next Bizarre Lucha show next Sunday, the nineteenth. Joey Ryan uh, making what is very well going to be his last independent date in Indianapolis. Uh, f- going to be for Bizarro Lucha at Indiana City Brewing. Uh, May 19th for Bizarro Lucha. Uh, I sound like a broken record if I say Bizarro Lucha one more time. I'm pretty sure Trip Cassidy's going to reach through the through the whatever he's listening through and slap me. Although it's probably uh, not that bad because it's uh, free publicity. Ha! Um, no, uh, solid show, uh, top to bottom there as well, I mean, hashtag squared circle city, I can't, I can't emphasize that enough, hashtag squared circle city, jeez louise, Joey Ryan and the Jim Nasty Boys, two of my absolute favorite people, two good dear friends of mine as well, uh, White Mike and Timmy Lou Retton, absolute favorite tag team in the whole entire world, um, and it's their first time tagging together, I mean, who's, why has this never been put together, I mean, they're, they're made for each other, come on now, uh, Nick Iggy is defending his Luchaversal title against Solo Darling, uh, that there is worth the price of admission, price of admission alone, dude, again, quarter after one right now as we speak, tired as I'll get out, uh, and I, as y'all can hear, my voice is sounding a little bit weirder than usual. And if you hear a little bit of sniffles, I'm just getting over a cold. This is actually one of the quickest ones that, I, that I've ever had. Like, I feel like I'm right on the tail end of it, so I'm good. As long as I kick this by Friday, I, I'm good. So, but yeah. Wrestling Theology Fellowship, their game this Friday. Burning Sensation, uh, Bizarro Lucha Burning Sensation next Sunday. Going to be a solid two weeks of shows. Um, Gender Reveal next uh, Saturday. Girlfriend and I are going to be letting the whole world know what we're having uh, with the baby. Um, Super excited for that. 
Uh, we'll be broadcasting that live on our personal Facebook pages. If you're not friends with me now, uh, hit me up. You're more than happy to add you. Uh, as long as you're not crazy. But aren't we all a little bit crazy? It's like Jim Morrison said. People are strange. So, uh, <laughs> and I go to Bizarro Lucha, where everything's strange and unusual. Um, but yeah, shout out to my my good buddy Trip Cassidy, uh, and shout out to my other good my other good brother, um, one of my absolute best friends in the world, Rich Abbott. Um, two of the best promoters in indie, absolutely, hands down. Um, well, there's a lot of good promoters in India. Another shout out, another great promoter that I absolutely adore, uh, JKO Joey Owens, fight or die. Uh, wasn't there on Sunday, but I heard they put on a phenomenal show. Um, I was there for the Young Guns tournament. I was there for which one was it? I was there for the IFHY show, but that one he let Sean and Jonathan just run the show. I mean, whatever. It was a good show. But J.K.O. is always putting on good shows, so shout out to him as well. Um, another thing I want to talk about, a lot of people are going to think that this is just a wrestling podcast. It's not. Wrestling is a big thing for me. I am involved with a wrestling promotion myself. Uh, and that's my, that's, I mean, that's what I want to do for the rest of my life, you know, is be involved with the wrestling promotion, with, with wrestling, with the wrestling business. Um, so yeah, wrestling is going to be here one way or another for the rest of my life, regardless of what anybody says, so, I mean, it's always going to be there, I mean, it's like the hair on my head, and the skin on my body, so, I mean, it, it ain't going nowhere, um, but, I do want to start talking about other things, I mean, I want to, I've got a few other things, possibly, to work out in the future, um, I might, have some things in store once we get closer to basketball season in the ways of having another guest on talking about basketball season coming up. Um, I'm trying to work something out all the same for when Colts season starts getting nearer. Um, I'm excited for that. Um, I'm down to have anybody who wants to talk about baseball with me. Uh, Cubs are doing awesome. Uh, we just beat, uh, didn't we beat Miami? Uh, I think we were playing Miami. Uh, I'm pretty sure we were just playing Miami. Let's see. This podcast is very, very, very DIY. So if you, if it sounds like it, it's because it is. And I don't want it to ever sound like some big, fancy, elaborate, you know, special podcast where it's some big, massive production. No, this is from the heart, true to myself, DIY podcasting, you know. So yes, uh, we beat Miami five to two last night. Um, they broke our seven game winning streak on Monday, but we beat them last night. So there's that. Um, starting to get back into the swing of things. Uh, Anthony Rizzo just broke yet another record um, for the team. 
I think it's like a 200 home run record for the Cubs. I think it's. I think I read that he was like he's like ninth for overall for the Cubs. Great thing. I love Anthony Rizzo. Uh, Javier Baez constantly on fire. David Bodie constantly on fire. Um, we got a great team right now. We got off to a rough start, but we've got an amazing team right now. Like there's no telling. <coughs> Sorry about that. No telling where we'll be by the end of the year. Absolutely guarantee we'll be better off than we were last year. And I'm excited to see where we go. So it's definitely going to be a very, very interesting season. We're almost halfway through, which is crazy. Hard to believe that it's almost, well, can't say it's almost June. It's still the beginning of May, but still. We're getting halfway there. Um, Let's see. A lot of good things coming up the rest of the year. Um, I will be announcing the thir- the second guest on the podcast uh, for episode four. Um, that one is a shoe in. That one's already been penciled, figuratively set in stone, figuratively. Um, I will be announcing him soon I'm not gonna say exactly when but I will I'll be announcing him soon um I have one more that I just talked to uh and I by just talked to I mean within like the last hour or two um he is pretty much a shoe in as well and that one's gonna be a fun one um I have another one that's it's just it's a matter of when, not so much a matter of if. Uh, that one might be a little bit more difficult because that one is more busy, uh, but that one is also down to hop on the podcast. So we're looking at five guests already, but I'm four within the next, within, I don't know, man. If I get the fourth one done... I'm hoping to get him in by no later than July, I swear. Um, But, yeah, uh, that's going to be good things for the Living for the Glory podcast coming up here soon. Um, I do apologize that I'm sounding less than myself uh, this first part of the podcast, uh, but I promise you... Everything's going to sound better the rest of the show. Uh, we will be talking to Braden Lee uh, later on in the podcast. Very excited for that. Uh, going to talk about life with him, how things are going. Uh, introduce those of you that don't know who he is to him. Um, phenomenal wrestler. Reminds me of a young Adrian Neville or Shell or, well, Pac. AEW Zone Pac, um, the former Adrian Neville uh, from WWE. Um, very excited to talk to him. Uh, Going to get into a little bit of his wrestling career, uh, stuff that he's done with Chikara and other promotions that he's been in, stuff that he has coming up in the future. Um, Going to talk about how things were for him in college, uh, 
just talk about life, you know, because, I mean, he's a good friend of mine. A lot of the people you're going to hear on the podcast are going to be good friends of mine. Um, and I'm not here to just talk about wrestling. Like I've said a thousand times over, and I will say it a thousand times more. I'm just here to talk about life, and wrestling just so happens to be part of my life. So you'll hear wrestling, but you'll also hear life. So, yeah, uh, with that said, I'm going to hop off here for now. I will get back to you after this next song. All right, and we're back to living for the glory. This is Indy Mikey. All right, so like I promised everybody uh, earlier on in the episode and like I let everybody know on the Facebook page, uh, we do have a special guest today. Uh, It's a good dear friend of mine, a rising independent star in the Midwest here, uh, specifically in Indiana. A good friend of mine, uh, carb-free Brain Lee. How's it going, buddy? It's going well. I appreciate the introduction. Awesome, awesome. So, I've been watching you for about a year now. Um, I think I first saw you at WCWO sometime last year. It might have been the first show. I'm not sure if it was before Rich booked yet or if it was... uh, It might have been the first... Fight or Die show uh, that JKO put on. Were I, you on that one? Uh, I, it might have. I I know I've seen. I know I saw you before Rich brought you on, but I've seen you for a while. Yeah, I I don't remember. I I know I came to WTF before I came to WCWO. Okay, um, that might have been. Then I might have seen you here first. It was. So. I remember I filled in because uh, somebody uh, canceled, so they needed uh, a guy for a tag match, and I ended up filling in and tagging with Malcolm Monroe the third. That I, I remember uh, that. I remember Zubaz that. Express. Another another amazingly talented young guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, to get everybody intro- introduced to you that doesn't really know you, uh, I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of my friends aren't really wrestling fans, so. Uh, um, Young guy coming up in the business. Uh, how long have you been going? How, how long have you been going in the business? How yeah, long, how long have you been around? For? I'm just over a year. Uh, I debuted in March of 2018, so that would mean yeah, we're literally about a year and two months from, oh. from when I debuted. So awesome, awesome. All right, and uh, another question that I personally had on my mind: uh, Where'd you get your training? Who trained you? Uh, I my I started out at. A new school called New Era Wrestling Academy. That's actually my home federation. Okay. Uh, they run uh, every third Saturday of the month out of Shelbyville, okay. Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Era, yeah. Um, and uh, now I uh, go, do, go do the Sunday at 6 with uh, Trip Cassidy, and I attribute a lot of, like, uh, kind of the stuff I've been working on now to him. Uh, just help me step up my game and take it to the next yeah, level. Yeah, Trip's so, a great guy. Trip's yeah. a great guy. And he came from a great school. Uh Billy Rock kid. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know who Billy Rock is, he trained Mance Warner. He trained WWE superstar Ruby Riot, uh, Big Sue Jackson, uh, Dale Patrick's, Percy Davis. Yeah. A, lot, a uh, long list. A of, very long list yeah. of really great talent. Um, so, uh, but I do want to let people, a lot of, uh, one thing I've been emphasizing on this, uh, it's not just going to be about wrestling. I just want to talk about life. Uh, one thing I do know, you are a University of Indianapolis graduate. Um, I actually lived on the south side throughout middle school and high school, right down the street from the U of I. So I've <laughs> driven past it plenty of times. Um, 
What was it that you went to the U of I for? Um, originally, actually, I didn't want to go to college. That was kind of the weird thing. Was, um, I had this kind of infighting that I'm sure a lot of people can relate to where it's like, your parents want one thing for you and you think you want something else. So I had that going on a lot. And I was convinced that I was going to go into the military, actually. That's what I was, like, sold mm-hmm. on. Like, that's what it's going gonna, it's gonna to be for me. And then they were like, no, you need to go to school because, like, you can always do the military. But, like, now is the best time for you to get the college experience. That's what my mom was like, especially was really keen on was, like, you know, yeah, you can always go back to school in the same way you can always go back to the military. But she's like, if you're – you know, you do like six years in, you're 24 years old, and you're around all these 18-year-old kids. It's like, it's it's not going to be the same. Right, yeah, right. So she was really keen on go to school, and then if you want to sign up and do the military, then, you know, I will support you 100%, but I really just want you to go to school first. Gotcha. So, and those of us that have seen you in the ring, we're glad that you didn't choose the military. <laughs> you're doing great so far. Um what was it you majored in? Like, what did you initially go to college for? Were you in any, any like, athletics, like? Yeah, um, I was a member of the the wrestling team while I was there, um, and I started out as an exercise science major, and I was a really bad student, especially my <laughs> freshman year. Uh, like, yeah, I, I think a lot of it was just attitude mostly. That was the thing, and we kind of jumped the gun a little bit because I actually did do military stuff. I ended up joining the reserves after my freshman year of college because I was like, not happy with school basically and I convinced, right. I convinced my parents to say okay like let me go do this and then I can come back and I'll finish up school because I was still pretty sold at that point that that would be it for me uh, so I had a really bad freshman year like and it was a lot of just bad attitude stuff you know like just uh, she, not prioritizing right like just choosing to have fun instead mm. of like getting my schoolwork done going to bed at a reasonable hour just you know it's my first like taste of freedom really so I made a lot of like not the best decisions, especially like academically. So I had a bad freshman year. So when I came back, because I ended up missing a whole year because of uh, doing the reserves, I came back and I switched my major and I had like a whole new outlook basically. And so I ended up switching to political science, um, something I was a little more interested in, I thought, something I might do a little better in. And it was like a complete 180, like nine day, like just grades were way uh, more enthusiastic involved in classroom stuff you know it was i think overall it was a a good a good switch yeah and it sounds like it because i know that's one thing when i got out of high school um and that's been what 11 years now geez um i didn't want to go straight into college myself I wanted to, because I was in high school for five years. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I fooled around my first year and fre- uh, my freshman year. I uh, had to make up a few credits when I was in high school. So I was like, you know what? I've been in school for 13 years now. I'm going to, you know, from here to here, I'm like, nope, I'm going to take a little bit of a break. Um, but I got too comfy with it. But we're not here to talk about me. Well, I-, I eventually did go to college. I <laughs> uh, only did a year, but then I started working, and I've been working ever since. But Definitely not here to talk about me. I think that's a pretty normal, like, thing, right. though. Like, just a lot of people are, aren't sure what they want to do, and that's kind of, like, an overwhelming feeling, I feel like, when you're when you're 18 years old and you graduated high school. And, you know, some people have, like, pressure to go to college. Some people have just kind of been molded, like, well, that's just what I'm going to do. Right. Some people just really have no idea what they want to do, you know? Like, so they, they end up doing things, like joining the military. They just they start working somewhere, and I think that's, like, pretty – pretty normal i think to the feelings you were saying like just like oh i'm, I'm done with school because i feel like a lot of people do that you know like it's 
I think that's pretty like uh, just a regular thing. I think because it's most it, it, it's strange because most definitely yeah, it's just like one of those uh, things that like it wears on you for so long because you've been doing it, but also like you don't really know what you want to do because you've had one kind of lifestyle pretty much. You know, like right like. In the same way that like a lot of people have like regular jobs now, you know, like that's been your regular job and you haven't known anything other than that. So right. which is like when you get to college, I see a lot of people like I change majors and I know a lot of people do because for the same reason I feel like because right. how do you, how do you know what you want to do? Exactly. You got you got this whole world of options now and it's like you can you can be anything. You know? Exactly. Now one thing that I've uh, have seen with you, um uh, You've got you've got an amazing girlfriend. Uh, I am gonna kind of be put on the spot with this. <laughs> Haley did tell me she's like, "Hey, make sure to ask him about Abigail." So, how long you guys been together? And yeah, yeah, we've been together uh, a little over a year, um, and yeah, we started dating in January of 2018. So, did you meet her in college? Because I, I, I know there's your uh, graduation picture floating around. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we met um, in high school, technically. Okay. Um, well, not technically. We did meet in high school. Um, <laughs> she was a few years younger than me, but uh, I don't know. Just the stars aligned a certain way, I guess. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's like the best way to explain it. But yeah, we met in high school, and I like knew her beforehand so yeah and you guys I, I see you guys all the time be it on social media or whenever I see you in person you guys are so happy together and it's yeah. just like I love this like when you're happy I'm happy yeah, I appreciate um, it so uh, back to wrestling a little bit um, you've done pretty well for yourself only being around for a little bit over a year I've seen you um, all over the place. You've been here with us at Wrestling Theology. You've been at WCWO. I've seen you fight or die. Um, you just recently, if I'm not mistaken, won the Emerge Outbreak 8 tournament. Yeah, or was it like a tournament? Yeah, I yeah, haven't yeah. been to Emerge in a while. Yeah, but Yeah, yeah. Um, that was, yeah, that was, I think that was in March. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, so and Emerge is uh, one of my favorite places. Oh, not not they, to not to take away from any of the other places. Right, right, absolutely, Emerge absolutely. Is, Emerge I mean, has a, a good feel to it. I definitely enjoy that place a lot. So. Except in the summer when they don't have that air conditioner working. Ugh, it's the <laughs> there, worst. There was a show I went to before I started uh, when I was still in training where they the air conditioner was out actually, and man, <laughs> that was. I mean, fans like it was ninety degrees outside or something like that, and the fans were going outside because it was so hot inside. Just all those people clustered in into a gym and all the action going yep. on. It was it was cooler outside in ninety it degree was. weather than it was inside. You know, I went to my first, and I, I, I've only been to Emerge once. I do apologize, Donnie Idol, Ricky Ruckus. I do apologize. I've only been to one show. Columbus is a bit of a drive for me now. Um, well, it's not too bad, but yeah. Um, I went back in August of last year, and uh, I think it was, it was no, it was either August or July of last year. Can't remember. It was hot. Might have been June. Don't remember. Super hot. Um, it was probably the same show. Honestly, it might have been. I know. I, I think it was. I think Chris Caliber and uh, Dylan Bostic. Yep, that Headline was that, that was the main event. So yeah, yeah. it was the same show. That we're talking about the same show. Then we, here, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. They said the uh, the air the air conditioning yep. was just out for that show. Yeah, I think it was I, high next month. Yeah, but, yeah. That's but, what, that's what I was told. Um, another thing that really 
at not just a fan, but as a friend of yours, I'm extremely proud of you for. Um, you were just recently in Chikara's Young Lions Cup tournament. Yeah, uh, that was that was like didn't uh, have the desired outcome, but hey, yeah, uh, <laughs> Mike Quackenbush, from what I understand. Uh, Kept you on speed dial, for, more, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Uh, you did have a return to Chikara. How'd that go? Uh, it was fun. I got a, uh, I wrestled the guy who won. The, still Life? Uh, yeah, the guy who won the uh, Still Life with Apricots in Paris. He was the, the eventual winner mm-hmm. of the Young Lions Cup. And we just had a, a match for the cup, and it was it was a lot of fun. You know, we're both uh, young lions, for a lack of a right, better term. Right. So it's always kind of fun to get in there with somebody who's learning still like trying to progress and and get experience because that's what we're both out there doing right and i yep i've i've seen clips of you from that that tournament like just showing people out that way that haven't really seen you what you're all about um another thing i want to tap on is uh something that a couple friends of ours were talking about just a little bit ago before we started the podcast uh you were recently on national television two days in a row (laughs) Uh, yeah, I do want to call you out about that. Um, you were part of No Way Jose's conga line on Raw, and then you also got the slap of the century on SmackDown the next <laughs> night from that. Charlotte Flair. Um, how did that come to be? Um, so they they just like reached out and was like needing extra extra hands basically mm-hmm. to help out. I mean, it's like it was uh, pre WrestleMania, mm-hmm. so you know they need. All hands on deck, just in case, you know, because they're got to make th- things perfect coming up to WrestleMania. So uh, that was pretty much it. They just needed some some extra people to come in and, and help out with the show and be there in case something happened, or because you, you never know. So um, we got there, and it was just uh, pretty cool. I pretty relaxed. Like it's not just like stressful. I think as a lot of people might think, like some of these people you've looked up to for like a long time but like i think if you uh if you just kind of take that off for a second and you're just yourself and realize like you know you're you're in the same locker room as these people you know for a reason so that was kind of like how i tried to approach it like and just just be cool with everybody you know and a lot of them were like uh, pre- pretty much everybody i talked to i had nothing have nothing but good things to say about because they they treated me like i was in the lot like I belong there, right? You know, so that was like right, and I pretty cool feeling. So. And I've seen over the years that experiences like that, oftentimes, like you go back and you see these guys that are on TV for the WWE right now, and then you go back and look years ago, they were doing stuff like what you were doing. So it's like you'll, I, you could very well be there one day. I mean, <laughs> you never know. Um, another thing I wanted to kind of ask about. Uh, uh, being back there in the locker room for the WWE, was there any like encounters that you had where you kind of like took yourself out of worker Braden Lee and just regular Joe Braden Lee, and you're like, hey, this is a cool fan moment right here? Like, um, I, I really <coughs> tried to abstain from that because um, I, I have some good mentors who are on that level and mm-hmm. are employees for WWE, and they said that is like one thing you do not want to do you know okay. like and that was kind of like the the advice that i just said i was kind of just stealing their thunder really because <laughs> that was pretty much like what they told me they're like just just be a good bro like just you're there for a reason like and so act like absolutely it. so uh you know like you're not one of them 
but you're still in the locker room. You're still part of the show, right. and uh, you de- you deserve to be there, basically. So that was kind of how I tried to approach it uh, in a respectful, confident way, you know, where, like, don't overstep, but also don't be afraid to just, you know, I'm sharing a locker room with guys that have a plethora of knowledge and experience, mm-hmm. you know, so why not just, like, listen to them talk or even just, like, small talk about whatever, you know? Right, like, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you probably heard – Got to pick up a few pointers. You may have picked up a few pointers along the way from someone or heard absolutely. just a little a little tidbit here and there. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, yeah. Just watching um, kind of how they run things and what, what they think about was uh, was a little – was different for me um, because a lot of things that – because TV, at least, and I, I'm not like the experienced one to say, but right. just the little bit that I could – pick up on and gather was that you know just working on tv is a lot different than uh working like an independent show you know so that was kind of cool to see up close you know was just uh all the things they have to consider and uh the way they have to put it off uh versus like an indie show where there might be not as much uh i don't want to say structure but there might be more uh more freedom and more like hey like yeah we just kind of do this or do that and it, it can be like they want a certain thing you know and that was kind of like uh cool for me like just just seeing it like how and how how many people were involved in the process too it's right not, it's not just like you and whoever putting the match together and then you know they're gonna go out there and make it happen you know they they're getting minds they're getting ideas from um people who are on the show in in different matches they're getting ideas from the agents the writers like everybody is involved and i thought that was like really cool to right see and too. and i honestly believe experiences like that help you out in the long run it's not just seminars that you can go to and stuff like that but learning how to handle television like that will help you out round you out kind of shape you up better in the long run um one more thing I wanted to touch on. Uh, there was just a recent announcement uh, that I wanted to congratulate you for and also talk about. Um, you were just announced as the first entrant in this year's Ted Petty Invitational for IWA Mid-South. Uh, thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, the, in, the, in the moment, I didn't really have, like, a chance to take it in because I had no idea it was coming, honestly, like, at all. Like, and that's, like, me, like, just being straight up with you. Like, <laughs> you know you know how it is. Like, normally you kind of have an idea, but it was like, no. Like, this was – this was um, – I was real nervous because uh, I I had a match with Michael Elgin that night, and that was, like, a big thing for me. You know? How'd that go? Oh, I mean, it was it was a blast. But <laughs> <laughs> it also didn't go the way I wanted. But <laughs> – but uh, – yeah, it was a lot of fun, and it was just cool to be in the ring with him. And uh, I learned for sure why he is one of the best in the world. Like, Absolutely, hands down. Like, I mean, I I believed it before, but now that I've had that in ring feel with him mm-hmm. and just how he does things and the way he is, like, there's no doubt in my mind he is easily one of the best. I mean, he's I would I would put him top ten. Like, absolute like, he, beast. He's, he's absolutely, one, he, he's absolutely incredible. And uh, so we we had our match and. Uh, I'm getting ready to walk back to the locker room, and uh, Ian just grabs the grabs the mic after Elgin Elgin did uh, his little shtick, and then um, Ian grabs the mic and just announced me into the, into TPI, and I was like, like, I didn't really have a moment for it to sink <laughs> in. I was just like, 
wait, what just happened? You know, like, <laughs> like I'm just trying to come down off wrestling, <laughs> off having probably the biggest match of my career, you know. And to date, yeah, so to, far, to date, so far. And, uh, he, and he makes that announcement. I'm like, like wow, this is huge announcement. Yeah, like, because, I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting. I mean, you know? that's, that, that's a lot of history in, in this. Very much so. so. Very so, much so. Yeah, and, and I can't, like, I can't really put it into words yet because I'm still just, like, I never got the, the chance to really process it, but I, all I can say is like I'm really excited about it, and uh, I'm just looking forward to whoever's in it, whoever I got. I'm just really excited to like be a part of like history, basically. Absolutely, you know, like, and that's a big deal here in Indiana and in the Midwest alone. I mean, the names that have came through IWA over the past twenty some exactly, odd years. Yeah. Uh, it's CM Punk, Eddie Guerrero, uh, Rey Mysterio. I mean. People that don't know, I mean, that aren't really super huge wrestling fans. I mean, CM Punk and Chris Hero had their big original battles uh, before they got to where they are or were, shall I say, for CM Punk, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, but, a lot, yeah, like, I, the point is just a lot of, a lot of people. I mean, pretty much, a a, lot. A, a, if you, if you watch WWE at all, I mean, there's all kinds of names that you have been, yeah, yep, that absolutely. Was, and it's not just WWE, we're talking about oh, Impact, yeah, far, everybody, far, yeah, all over, all over the board. For sure. All right. So, um, going to have to wrap things up here. Uh, it's been great having you on. Uh, love you to death. Uh, anything you want to plug real quick before we wrap it up where can we see you next after tonight this is probably going to go up tomorrow uh so anywhere we can see you within the next week or two uh yeah so i will be at uh i'll be at war wrestling in ohio on may 11th so that would be saturday the day of this release um and then i will be at Bizarro Lucha on well before I will be at IWA Mid South on Thursday. That's a every Thursday thing. They're having a really big show, so if you're even remotely a fan of wrestling, I highly recommend. Uh, there's going to be um, guys like uh, oh man, like Michael Elgin's going to be on the show. Um, Shotty Blackheart's going to be on the show. I mean, just a lot of talented people are coming out for this one. So if you're roughly in the Jeffersonville, Indiana area, I definitely recommend uh, IWA Mid-South every Thursday. Um, and then I will be at Bizarro Lucha on that Sunday as well. Or, well, it'd be... What, the... Next Sunday, the 19th. Yes, May, May 19th. Uh, I will be there as well. <laughs> for Bizarro Lucha, which is honestly... Which you made your debut for last... Last uh, month, yeah, last, last show, show. Uh, yeah, uh, as part of the creations, um, magnanimous creations. Yes. You got a good thing going there. Yeah, yeah, and I, I I'm excited for that because it, it, it challenges me to do something a little different. It does. That's I'm one thing to. I love about Bizarro Lucha is it, it crushes the norms and it challenges. It, it brings the best out of everyone. I, I, it, absolutely, it, it I mean, changes the game. Yeah, right? and that's the thing I think about. Uh, Bizarro, before I know we're trying to wrap up here, but, <laughs> You're good. but Bizarro, especially, like it just has this unique feel. And I, I really feel like there's going to be just a big, like, uh, following coming really soon. Like, it's already starting to make waves. It is. I, and I it's, we're, see, they're only four shows in. Trip's yeah, only four shows in. Yeah, the, I feel like the wave is just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. I mean, like, I see you and a bunch of other people I know just that make it excited like just the atmosphere like the crowds into it the whole time the the wrestlers give it their all i mean it's like 
it's going to be something like it's already something incredibly special but i mean a few more shows i mean it's going to be scary yep. like it's going to be incredible. the next two shows alone are just going to be insane yeah so bizarro lucha uh, may 19th may 19th. indiana city brewing yeah definitely we can plug that because that, that's good most definitely <laughs> and i've been plugging that since the first episode all right guys well uh you heard it here first, uh, Braden Lee, uh, Bizarro Lucha next uh, next weekend. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, catch him at War Wrestling. Catch him at IWA. Uh, the very first entrant in this year's Ted Penny Invitational. Uh, loved having you on, man. Uh, uh, it was fun, yeah. Go I'm out there. Out. It's, uh, you're, you're a great guy. That's like, and I, I know I can sit here and, pl- and plug you. So, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Mikey's always been a, a big supporter of me, and even when he didn't know, like know me, he just like followed my wrestling he's been a big supporter and always had positive words for me so and overall just a, a great yep so. and a and a really good friendships bloomed out of it so yeah exactly so all right guys well that's it with Braden lee uh i will catch you guys on the flip side uh after this break all right folks that was carb free Braden lee here on the living for the glory podcast all right so that wraps up our third episode. I'm going to wrap it up on this note. I do apologize. I pulled a sneaky on you guys earlier. Uh, there was no song. I'm figuring out new formats and new ways to improve the podcast uh, for better quality and for better viewership. Or, well, not viewership because you can't see me. I'm not John Cena. What? For better listenership and for a uh, better way to reach people. And uh, just to overall better the quality of the product. So I am going to wrap it up on this note. I had a great time with Brayden. Um, everything with, went off without a hitch. Uh, the next episode, uh, it will be none other than owner, founder, booker, promoter, Wrestling Theology Fellowship's own Rich Abbott. On the fourth episode uh, here soon, I will be announcing the third special guest uh, for the Living for the Glory podcast. Um, I've got a few special things lined up. I'm going to be looking into a possible few other guests. Um, Everything is great. Uh, Continue to like the page on facebook that's facebook.com forward slash lftg indie mikey uh follow me on instagram at mikey t317 follow me on twitter at mikey loves you 88 um look out for this next podcast with rich abbott from wrestling theology fellowship uh to be coming within the next week or two and i will continue to put out nothing but love and fun for everyone here. This is Indy Mikey signing off. I love you all.